Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, the glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. This is Mrs. Adam. And this is Mr. Adam. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Adam's a little out of it at the moment. Yeah. We're going to see if we can reel him back in. Brain not functioning. It's Sunday. I don't want to go to work yeah. tomorrow or the next day. Yeah. Really, the only day I'm looking forward to is Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what we're talking about? I have no idea. That's funny. <laughs> I realized that we just discussed not it. paying attention. We just discussed it like, I don't know, it feels like forever ago, but it was probably like a couple yeah. of minutes. We're going to talk about our last pendulum party. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. That was fun. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So it was the second pendulum party that we've had. Yes. Uh, And this is a time where, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, who's not a a constant listener, the pendulum party is one that we hold at the local swingers club at Our Secret Spot. And it is a time for both couples to come, because couples are always welcome there, of course, but also for single men and single females to come and be able to get to know one another, play a little bit, and it's just a, a safe, fun time, And because normally, you know, girls are allowed at the Swingers Club, single females are, and girl and girl play is generally accepted by society at large, but guy-on-guy play is not always. So this gives a, a chance for boys to play too. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know we've we've talked about it before how the there's that double standard between uh, guys playing and, and ladies playing. Um, we've gone into great detail yeah. on that, and I'm sure we'll go into it in greater detail in the future on that. But that's not what today's about. No, uh, because also you know some would say, well, the guys have the saunas that they can go to, but it's still to me there's something different to be in that mixed gender environment. And be able to do that. I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's something nice about having guys there and girls there that, that I can play with. Yeah. Well, and it's, I was going to say, especially if you're a bisexual in a relationship, that your partner can also be there. Yeah. Because, you know, Mr. Yeah. Adam can go to the sauna, but I can't go. So it's not like I can watch or anything. We're going to have so. to move on you. I know. I think we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take some work, but we can do it. Let's get down <laughs> to business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm better. Sorry. I am my own target audience. <laughs> I think I'm hilarious. Um, so, yeah, we I, we put a lot of effort into the pendulum party, and um, I think it paid off. Yeah. This one this one was good. I'm trying to remember what this one, we wore. Um, that is Clearly, it wasn't important. Good because question. I'm pretty sure. I think I had my the Ivory Honey Burdette outfit. Yes, you did. That's right. Yes, I had that. And I don't know what I wore, but it came off pretty quickly. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd have to look back at photos and see what <laughs> you wore. <laughs> um, but this one was really good. We had ultimately fewer people than the first one. Uh, the first one, I think we had, what, 71, 72 people, something like yeah, that? Yeah, something around that. Yeah. And I think this... we stuck at the number 69 because I like the number 69. Okay, so six, 69 people. Well, this time we had 57 people, so it was a few less, uh, but it was still a really good crowd, and it was a fun crowd, I feel like. Um, but the other difference in this one was that we had more singles than than the last time. So this time we had... Both ladies and guys. Yes, especially ladies, which was awesome but um yeah so this time we had not including ourselves and 
Lawrence and Jess and, and staff and whatnot, uh, we had 18 couples. There were 10 single females and five single males. So it was really great that there were a lot more single ladies. I know some really beautiful single ladies came. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoping to get around to a few more of them than I did, but that's okay. There'll be another party at some point. Hopefully right. they'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> we either need to make so. these nights like more like week, long weekends. We'll, yeah. We'll do a, a pendulum getaway. Oh, that would be awesome. We'll do a resort takeover for yeah. a weekend. Uh, check in on a Friday night. Check out on a Sunday. That actually does sound like fun. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to work on Future this. Future plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the bys, pendulum weekend. <laughs> we swing all weekend long. Yes. But yeah, it was really good. So even though, like I said, we had fewer people, it was the same, you know, really great vibe. Everybody was positive and there to have a good time. And um, I feel like there was a lot of mingling amongst people. Uh, we saw a lot of play and, uh, you know, again, people just chatting and getting to know one another and just, you know, how it normally goes at the club. Um, but we put the glory hole up again. Yes. Like we did the first time. Yes. I love the glory hole. Yes. Would you like to tell us about the glory hole, Mr. Sure. Adam? Yeah. I was just trying to think, was there anything like like big happened before we went up and used the glory hole? So I know, you know we stand guard and, and greet everybody as they mm-hmm. come in. And I will say we had, um, so the, the party started, uh, before we get to the glory hole, the party started at 7.30 or 8? 7.30, I believe. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Somewhere I don't remember. in there. Let's say it starts at 8. Anyway. Um, and we had uh, our first person to show up is one of the single fellow, single guys. Yes. And I think he showed up at 7.59, like right as the clock turned. Because we were looking at the, our watch and going, okay, the party's going to start like now. And about that time, the doorbell goes off. And we're like, <laughs> oh, we've got our first people. woo And it was a single guy, which was great because we um, invited him in. You know, he had never been to the club before. Right. And so we took him on the, I think I took him on the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing a lot of the tours that night just because I was hopped up on goofballs and um, read excitement um and i was like just kind of bubbly with excitement so i took him on the tour and um i recognized him immediately because all the single guys have to be uh, we vet them we pre-vet them um, mm-hmm. one of the first things that is asked once they send their email is can you send us some pictures you know describe yourself a little bit and do you self-identify as you know, bi-curious, bisexual. Right. Um, and Which is the main thing right yes. there. Yeah. And so Lawrence sends me the emails and says, is this one okay? Is this one okay? Is this one okay? And when I got this one's picture, I was like, I like this guy. He's cute. Like, he's a definite mm-hmm. yes. Um, and then he was the first one that came in. And so I took him on the tour. And he was really nice. And I, I know I talked to him for a while. I think you talked to him for a while. That's what I was going to say. I think it's really nice um, that he did get there early you know, or like right, right on time because not most people don't. And so it gave us a chance to kind of chat with him a little bit before it got super busy. Yeah. Um, so I think that was really nice. And I know we were both enjoyed talking to him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He was a nice guy. And subsequently we've continued conversations with him and we've met him for drinks and yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I did a few tours for folks um, it's, I, I like doing that. I think taking people around for the first time <laughs> is fun because there's that, they've got that nervous excitement and I've got my typical giddy excitement <laughs> and it tends to mix pretty well. You should be the uh, official OSS tour guide. I am the official, <laughs> I, I need to be like an OSS docent. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, that, that was fun. Um, I'm trying to think if the, you know, it's, it's kind of funny cause it was. It's all ends up being a blur for me because mm-hmm. it. I'm ultimately really excited and really nervous and stressed mm-hmm. out about it. Um, but at one point, Mrs. Rogers came up to us, and we were yes. the three of us were talking, and we were like, I think she had said she'd never. She'd always wanted always wanted to be in a glory hall, but had never been in a glory hall. Right. And we we're like, all right, cool. Well, let's the three of us go up there. So she, um, Mrs. Adam, and I went into the glory hole on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. So there were all three of us behind yes. the, the curtain Two on the glory Two ladies hole. and a fella. And yes. it was one of those, all right, guys, step right up. <laughs> and it was, it was so much fun because we would take turns, and sometimes we would 
take turns on the same cock. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, depending on how long the person stayed, you know, we might, it might just be one person on whoever's cock. But it, we just kind of switched off, and it was there was no real rhyme or reason. It was just if you if you saw something you wanted, or if you know you needed a break, <laughs> or if your knees or so, back started hurting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was really good. We stayed up there for I feel like a good little while. I with would her. say we were in there for at least twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah. I think there were six or seven six guys, six or seven guys that came up that came up, yeah. um, and one lady. Yes, <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, ladies typically have trouble because you don't have something that you can stick through the hole. But you know what? We made it work. <laughs> we did our damnedest. We made it work. Um, but it was a lot of fun, you know, and it's it is now, you know, why I like the glory holes. I know you're in there and it's just like it. Sometimes it's like a um, um, what's the word? Assembly line. Yeah, it's like an assembly line. And we there had that was. issue a couple of times where, you know, one of us would stop and another person getting ready to go. And right as you're about to pounce, the cock goes out of the hole. Yeah. And at one point, Mrs. Rogers goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, I know there was one at least that we were, a, we tag teamed a little in that. I think it was you that was going down on the person. And then I went around for the balls from yeah. the underside. Um, so it, it is fun to kind of, and I like it. It's fun to be back there, you know, by myself, but I actually really like it when there's somebody else to kind of that you get more playfulness out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And there, you know, there was very it's much, it's not just there for, to get the job done. You're there just to play and have fun. You know, and it's funny too, because when one person's going down on somebody, the other two are kind of talking or <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just great. Like, oh, let's talk for a bit. You know, what do you think of that one? And it's like, wow, my jaw my jaws are sore. Or you know, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and of course, we have the one person who sticks his cock in, and I immediately start going down on him. Mm-hmm. And then so he puts his hand in through the hole because he can't see. So he puts his hand in through the hole, and as soon as he touches around the side of the curtain, around, yeah, yeah. Well, no, through the hole. Oh, was it through the hole? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it was through the okay, hole. Okay, I missed that part. Um, and uh, felt the scruff on my cheek, and the second he did, it was like, like, like the Roadrunner used to do, like poof, and then it was just a cloud <laughs> version. So that for the second, there was a cloud cock in the in the hole, and then it just sort of <laughs> dissipated into nothing. Um, and that, I, um, that cracks me up in in a lot of ways. But one of the ways it really sort of strikes me as funny is I think of what. Cooper S. Beckett says, it's like, you know, just because you try something doesn't mean it's going to change who you are fundamentally. Right. You're still fundamentally the same person. You can not like it and that's fine. But when, when you're getting oral from somebody. And if it feels good, does it it matter? Why does it matter if it's a a guy (laughs) or a girl? Um, That to me really surprises me. Like, why do you have to know? Number one, why do you have to know if it's a male or female? Mm -hmm. And number two, especially in that situation where you can't see anything, they can't see anything. And we would have not known who the person was had I not seen the shirt shirt that he was wearing. The shirt cuff. And it was like, from then on, when we saw him outside, you know, I'm whispering to you and Mrs. Rogers, like, oh, that's the dude, you know, because I recognize the the cuff. Mm -hmm. And would have never known if no. if he'd not done anything. He wouldn't have known who we were. We wouldn't have known who he was. And that's sort of the point of the glory hall. Point of it, yeah. Um, <laughs> but by by telling being being able to see it was me, and then sort of having a freak out moment about it, mm-hmm. he made it very obvious as to who he was. Which that was like aha, that's sort of funny. <laughs> um, but that made me it made me sad. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what. I don't care. I will say, though, that just because we knew who that was, we kept, or I kept an eye on him throughout the night. You know, like if I saw him in passing and whatnot, he did seem a lot more comfortable towards the end of the evening. And I don't know if that's because he'd been around, just kind of around the club a bit more and seen what was going on. Maybe. Or if it was just alcohol. <laughs> I, I mean, it could be either or both. A little from Calame, <laughs> a little from Colombie. Yeah. Um, but I did keep an eye just to see, like, was he tense about it the rest of the night, but now he, he wasn't. So it's just, yeah. it, it is funny. It, it, it cracks me up. Um, and I know we talked to Lawrence and Jess uh-huh. about it and they were both like, Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I, I think even Lawrence was like, man, if I'm getting a blowjob at that point, I don't fucking care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, afterwards we left there and went downstairs because number one, that little bathroom was with three of us in there. Was starting to get it got a little sweltering. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it was, I was melting mm-hmm. a, li- a little bit. Um, and so we went downstairs and got us some refreshments. Yes. And I don't remember what we did at that point. And we kept talking to a bunch of people. I mean. I know we wandered around and, and talked to people for a while. And then at some point, um, we wandered up to the big orgy room. Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah. Um, I don't remember really playing much before that. I don't either, but I, I know we talked. We talked a lot. We mm-hmm. did a lot of socializing and mm-hmm. you know trying to trying to play the good host and make sure everybody was having fun and everybody had what they needed. And, and I know we introduced a few people, you know, to one another as yeah. well. Yeah, matchmaker, matchmaker, <laughs> make me a match. Um, yeah, so that was that was fun. And then we mm-hmm. yeah we went up to the big orgy room because you wanted to play. Um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny cause there was a couple of guys that, well, we knew another one. There on, was one, there was, uh, one guy, well, there was a couple that went up with us. Yes. And yes. And I think there was a single guy as well that kind of came up at that point. I think so. So there was a couple that, you know, we've, we've been to OSS two before and with before I should say, mm-hmm. and didn't play with them. We've known them for a while mm-hmm. and we like them. It's just that. Either, situation I'm, hasn't yeah situational and, out, and yeah. I have mental problems sometimes and I'm like I don't feel like playing with anybody other than Mrs. Adam or myself um, and it's sometimes it's just not in me to play um, but so they came up with us or mm-hmm. we followed them up one or another and then it was another single guy that we had met gosh a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and like when we first moved down here we met him and and had drinks with him and really liked him and then as as you do, you just sort of drifted apart, and we ended up ghosting one another. Yeah. But he happened to be there, um, and so we went upstairs, and there was maybe five people already up there playing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't I, recall exactly. There were already some people on the bed, yeah. so we got in on one side of the bed, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how it all came about, but I know a couple other single guys came up. Yeah. And somehow it ended up with Mr. Adam laying on the bed. Yeah. You had someone's cock in your mouth. Yeah. Someone was going down on you. Yeah. Both were males. So yeah. um, you, of course, had a male cock in your mouth. <laughs> and a male was going down on you. Yeah. You had another cock in your left hand. Yeah. You were fingering me with your right hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was going down on one of the guys. The guy that was going down on me. Okay. So we had M, 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 F. Yeah. Uh, Follow that mm. one. (laughs) (laughs) Or as I like to call it, mm. But it was awesome. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, awesome. Yeah. And at at that time, there was another guy waiting to get in. I was going to say, I think there was going to be a free hand or something. I think at some point, the one that I was going down on stopped going down on you, and then the other one jumped in there. Maybe. But it, I don't remember. It kind of became point, a blur at some point. Yeah, at, at, yeah. <laughs> at that point it became a blur. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was fun though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of awesome um, yeah. because I had never actually been in that kind of situation where it was a big group of guys playing. Because you know, I don't always trust myself, or I mean, I trust myself. I don't always trust others in like the sauna situations, right? To have like big group play like that. Um, but in this situation, it was. You know, there was already a bunch of people on the bed. And, you know, it's and it was clear that the the people that were there were respectful. Yeah, if if you and, said no, they would yeah. stop. Yeah, and and so that is always really nice is yeah. that you can and and you know that if somebody gets to a point where they need a break, that they'll tell you to stop as well. Yes. So it's it, but it's again just respecting respect that Re- easy talk. for you to say respecting Re- <laughs> respecting the boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that was my favorite time there, of the whole night. There is something really nice because, as well, one of the I think the guy I was going down on was also fingering me. Okay. And so. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. So there was like. Yes. Yeah. You so, had like mega stimulation. I know, right? I was, <laughs> it, I was that classic porn word, airtight. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was. Uh, if you don't know what airtight is, feel free to uh, message us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of interesting to have that. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. And I know the guy that I was going down with, going down on, his partner was 
on the one of the beds next to us with someone else. With another single guy, yeah. Yeah, with one of the other single guys. And so that was kind of hot, too, because I know he was, you know, kind of watching her a little bit, and I was watching as well. I mean, it's just the whole scenario is just a whole bunch of sexy people playing. I mean, how yeah. do you not enjoy that? It really that? was that sort of that perfect puppy pile. Yeah. Um, it was, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that. Uh, and look forward to doing that something like that again. And I think it really helped that with this this pendulum party, you were a lot more relaxed yeah. than the first one. Yeah. And so that that kind of helped you to be able to get into that mindset to play. It's funny, a I lot was a lot more relaxed but at the same time. I don't think I came. No, you didn't. Yeah. Because we got home and you were like, We need to have sex. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. I do remember that now. Like yeah, I can't go because we were both exhausted and you're like, I can't go to sleep yet. <laughs> and you know, and it's yeah. funny because I I want to, but yeah. I, it's just that pressure of everything, like mentally, yeah. um, I just could not get to that point of release um, yeah. until we got home. And then I was like, all right, you know, you don't even have to enjoy this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll be nice if you do, but it's not paramount, you know? Yeah. It's <clears> not so. for you. It's for me. <laughs> it's not for you. It's for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we got done up there. Um, and kind of everybody sort of stumbled downstairs and got more drinks and we talked a bit more. Um, yeah, but it was, I think about that time, because that was after midnight that that happened, I think. I think we sort of started winding down and winding up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was the weekend, too, that Wine and Fun Times stayed with us. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so we... Yep. Oh, that's right, because was... Okay, so that was Friday night. That's mm-hmm. right. So was there anything else you wanted to talk about Pendulum? No, other than there's going to be a third one in the next few months. Yes, so. we're not allowed to say exactly when. If you want us to say when, <laughs> message Our Secret Spot. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll set a date. We'll put it out there. We'll let everyone know. But follow it, them on <laughs> at Our Secret Spot on Twitter <laughs> and tell them to release the dates for the Pendulum Party, fuckers. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll do it again. We'll set dates and get that out there soon, and yeah. we'll hopefully have another fantastic night. Yeah. It's just each one has been really good in different ways. I feel like, and I'm really excited to see what the next one looks like. And I want some more girl action on the next one because this one I had a lot of boy action. But yeah, and I really enjoyed watching you with all the boys. That that turns me on. It really does. Well, the next one yeah. could be. Really super special because we may have some pegging stuff. Oh, that's so we're right. not again not allowed to talk about it All because right. our secret spot is restricting <laughs> our. I feel don't restrict me. I feel like I'm being uh, censored. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> nah, we'll we'll get it out there. We'll we'll give details closer yeah, to time as soon as we can. Yep. <laughs> I'm being censored. Yeah. Kills me. Um, yeah, so then the next night, uh, so, you know, that, you know, Wine and Fun Times came, yep. pun intended, and spent the weekend with us. And then on Saturday night, we went with them to the escape room. Oh, yes. Which was, okay, look, other podcasts have said it, and we, you know, she and I both were like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's great. Sure, it's a lot of fun. Whatever. But the escape room is the perfect date for... Yeah. Swingers. You're trapped with a couple for at, at least an hour or about an hour, and you are forced to work together. Yeah. And if you could work together and solve problems, number one, you feel great about each other. It, it's like pulling you together. It's it's a great like bonding moment. Plus, it's really kind of hot. To, you're working with each person, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, and you can make it as intimate or not as you want. Yeah. And, you but know, I would at least suggest having drinks with the couple or the person before yes. doing this. You don't want to be thrown into it. Yeah, in you don't. End. You want to know something about them and know yeah. that you're going to be able to stand an hour in a room with them. True. So I wouldn't make it like your first, first, first date, but you know, it's a great like, second as date a first, as a real, in, you know, intense date that you're going to spend time together. Yeah. But not just a drinks catch up type thing. And I think it would yeah. be great as a second date, but before the first play. Yeah. Because yeah. again, like with us and them, there was a lot of like. There's a little bit of intimacy at times, and then it's you are. There's times where you have to pair off into couples, and it's not always you know you and I didn't always pair off. Right. Sometimes she and I, and sometimes he and I paired off, and it was that was okay. Yeah. But it forces you to work together, and that intimacy is kind of nice. Um, but we did one of the a couple uh, one of the escape rooms here in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made it out in 69 minutes. 
It's amazing. Like that number just follows us around no matter where we go. Um, our goal was under 60 minutes, but fuck them. Whatever. I'm happy with 69. And we, we made it and we made it out. We, we, we didn't have to stay the night there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then we got back here. I don't remember what happened. I don't uh, think we, we had pizza and we watched Playboy TV. That's right. We didn't even play that <laughs> night. That's right. Because we had so much sex on Friday night. Yeah. And then we had all this Saturday. There was You're right. a little bit on Saturday before. We, but ordered, then like, we, uh, we ordered like a million pizzas. Yeah. Um, and, and then we all sat on the couch and watched Playboy TV, yep. the four of us. Yep. We watched a ton of Playboy TV. Yep. Then, then the next morning. Started sun- passing out. Yeah. yeah. And then Sunday morning we got up and we played with them then. Yeah. So. And that was fun. Yeah. Cause that was like, yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. It was one of those moments where I like I, sexy friends. In hindsight, I feel guilty <laughs> because I was getting one of the most amazing blowjobs, and in my reaction to it is I'm grabbing whatever I can grab, and it happened to be his chest. Oh, that's right. <laughs> because he was sitting like he was laying perpendicular to me uh-huh. on the floor, um, and you were going down on him, and mm-hmm. I'm like he had just came and was starting to get that postcoital relaxation, mm-hmm. and. Then she's like, I'm like at a nine and a half out of 10. And so I start reacting by grasping whatever is close to me and happened to be his chest. And I may have like, I don't know. Well, you, well, it was funny because you were grasping, but at the same time you were sort of twisting a little (laughs) bit, not a lot, but a little bit. And I could, I I think ultimately he was okay with it, but I could see him kind of, his upper body kind of pulling up and like trying to follow closer to you. So I was like, Bradford, Bradford, hand, hand down. I felt bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Mm. Snap. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, sadly they had to go home. Oh, yeah. sad face. Yeah, that's all right. We miss them already. There'll be other times. They need to come back. Mm-hmm. Come uh, back. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, funny. so that was, uh, that was a wrap-up of the Pendulum Weekend. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. Like a lady lady. Like lady? Yeah. Not like Lolo lady, but another lady. Like an actual lady. <laughs> a yes. female, yes. A female, yes. <laughs> yes, I had... Yeah, fuck you people. <laughs> so, Mr. Adam met this uh, female on Tinder. <laughs> lady. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, tell me about the lead up. So, when you met her on Tinder, the lead up to actually meeting in person. Okay. Um, so one of the things I really liked about her was her, her Tinder profile is, is delightfully vague, but one of the things that really caught me was the phrase sweet, sassy, sweet, sassy, bit of a lush. And I was like, Oh, I like that. That, that sounds like my kind of people. Um, and so we, we chatted a bit on Tinder and I always very, I'm very clear in my profile that I'm in a non-monogamous relationship, ethically, ethically non-monogamous relationship, um, and I brought that up to her as well. And she goes, that's okay. I'm Polly. Um, I, you know, so that works. I'm like, awesome. Cool. Um, and so we chatted a bit on kick, uh, or well, we chatted a bit on Tinder. We moved it to kick. And then when we decided we were actually going to meet somewhere, uh, we started, we text, but we still kick as our main communication. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason we have each other's phone numbers was trying to find, figure out exactly where we were in this gigantic bar that we met in. Oh, yeah. Um, cause our first date was at the Oaks, mm-hmm. um, which you always forget how big that bar is. It's like a half a city and block. And it's a little bit of a maze <laughs> It too. is. It's like, yeah. okay, it's a complete rabbit warren. Anyway. So that's we, when you need a glimpse. I know. Right. But even then it'd be like, I don't know. Um, so we met there because we decided we were going to play. She only had an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were going to play some pool. Um, and because I think personally. It's a great icebreaker. It's a great icebreaker. Yeah. You know, it allows you to be both, forces you to be both quiet and communicative at the same time. Um, and plus it really shows off body. Yeah. Because you're constantly leaning over, you know. Guys can do the muscle shoulder thing, and uh, <laughs> girls can do the dainty bending over thing, and you can help line up the shot, and lots of puns about balls and sticks and Holes. putting things in the hole. Yeah, I mean, so it's great. It's, yeah. it's perfect. Um, so we grabbed a bottle of wine, um, and she wouldn't let me pay. She bought the bottle of wine. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good with, the, I'm good with this. Um, we went upstairs, found a pool table, and started playing pool. Uh, and immediately she was like, I'm terrible at this. Um, and she wasn't wrong. And then she kicked your ass? No, okay. No. She was terrible. <laughs> um, because I was in one of those, like, you know how pool is, and bowling uh, is a lot alike. Um, you'll have that moment where for for a brief period of time, you look like a professional. Like, literally, I had, I broke, we played twice. I broke both times. And both times I sunk at least one ball. Wow, which, that's impressive. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I, it's pretty bad, though, when I'm like, oh! God, did you see that it went in the hall? Um, so that's <laughs> impressive. Um, but we played, um, and it was one of those you could tell that the tension was getting fuller and fuller. And finally, I did something that is completely unlike me. Um, I just sort of grabbed her and kissed her, mm-hmm. and then, but then as soon as I was done kissing her, I just kind of walked away and, and like it, nothing happened, and then continued on with my shot. Um, which apparently that went over really well. <laughs> well done. I know. It's so unlike me. <laughs> You're getting bolder. I am getting so much bolder, and I don't really know why, but I'm, I do like it. It's kind of, it's kind of fun to be girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then after, uh, after the kissing ice had been broken, we mm-hmm. did that a lot. <laughs> um, and then we, after the, playing a couple games, we went and sat down to finish the bottle of wine um, and then proceeded, you know, she had to go. Uh, or was supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, hey, you've got to go. I don't want to keep you from your friends. And she's like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, I'm starting to feel like an asshole here. No, no, it's okay. And then we kissed for another five, ten minutes. <laughs> uh, and then I walked her to the restaurant where she was meeting her friends. So that was date number one. Mm-hmm. And was followed not too long after by date number two. Yes, in which she invited me over to her place so she could cook for me. Um she made this wonderful chicken that was wrapped in prosciutto and with with steamed green beans and asparagus. It was and it's like homemade gravy. It was amazing. Um, we sat down for dinner and uh, she had a bottle of sparkling open. And while she's cooking again, you know, because I was sitting down watching her cook, mm-hmm. uh, which is also very difficult for me because I like to cook. And I'm like, can I help? No. Can I help? No. I think that conversation happened like four or five times. Um, and then again, I got up, just kind of, there was a break and she was leaning against the counter. I got up, I pinned her against the counter and, you know, full body against her and kissed her. Mm -hmm. And then again, kind of let go. And every time I do this, she's got this look of like, whoa, what just happened here? Kind of look. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a surprise. A little bit of a surprise, but clearly there was that sexual tension, which is nice. Um, and yeah, so then we sat down and had a nice dinner. She opened a really beautiful bottle of wine. Um, and then we moved to the, after dinner, we moved to the couch and we're talking and one thing led to another dot, dot, dot. Basically I'm going to blame me because I felt like I couldn't keep my hands off of her, Mm -hmm. but I think it was sort of, it was a clearly symbiotic kind of thing. Um, 
and we're making out and my shirt, of course, I'm wearing the white snaps Snaps. shirt that Uh (laughs) constant listeners will know. That's my, hey, I want to get lucky shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Well, anything with snaps is good. I know, right? Because it's easy access. And just rip it off. Um, Yeah. And I will say as a side note, things that you notice and looking back that I remember, she's one of those girls that always has pantyhose on mm-hmm. or, or at least thigh highs or something, stockings on. Um, and so, you know, you're rubbing her, your hand up her legs and it's like it's got that, that – there's that textile feel and it's just – there's something really erotic and sexy about that that it's – I don't always think about that. But with her, it's like definitely I think yeah. about that. Um, and so, yeah, we um, – I stood up and kind of took my shirt off, ripped my shirt off. (laughs) Uh, And with her sitting on the couch looking up at me, and I thought, let's see. And so I kind of ran my hands through my hair. Um, Side note, I've been going to the gym now since January. It's currently June. And I'm starting to get really happy with my chest and shoulders. Um, And I don't even think about it now, but when I run my hands through my hair, it flexes every muscle that I've been working out for the last five and a half months. Uh, and she went, <sighs> <laughs> I thought to myself, that's a good ego boost. And this is why I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we, it's definitely one of those people that when we, when we kiss, she, we both sort of uh, adapt to each other's style, mm-hmm. which is important. Um, and yeah, we were getting extremely handsy at that point. Um, and then, Gosh, I don't even remember the move, but somehow we made it into her bedroom. Um, And then, yeah, the next thing. Oh, so I should say before. So that's right. On the walk to the bedroom, she stood up and, you know, had her hands on my chest and was undoing my pants. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to take the insulin pump off. She's like, oh, that's okay. We had a quick talk about the insulin pump. It was, again, I make more big of a deal out of it than any other partners make out of it. Most people don't care, yeah. Um, and, you know, and then I pull out the trusty cock ring. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, what's that? I went, oh, it's a cock ring. And she goes, why is that? I said, uh, sometimes I get performance anxiety and blah, 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 blah. And she took it from me and goes, you don't need this. And I will say, for a brief moment, I sort of felt like Linus and somebody taking my binky away. <laughs> it's your security. <laughs> yeah, it was my security blanket. Because I'm like, that's my yeah. security blanket. What if I can't perform? What if I can't make you happy? What if I can't? And she's like... Uh, and I sort of started down that line of freaking out. And then she, again, she kind of kissed me and she's like, is this just fun? And I was like, okay, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's just fun. Um, and so we went in there and I did what I absolutely love, which is go down on somebody for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say she is extremely verbal. It is, she does a lot of dirty talk, but it's, it all makes sense. It's all very comfortable. It's all like, it's easy and this is what I want and this is what I want to do. And then a lot of what do you want and you can do whatever you want to me and all these really arousing, like woof. Um, and so then we, you know, did one of, she's like, what do you want? And I thought, I always have trouble answering that question because for me, what do I want? I want you to be happy. I want it. I want, I know, but I want to do whatever you're going to enjoy. That's what I want to do. But uncharacteristically for me, I said, I want you to sit on my face. And she got this wicked smile and she goes, excellent. And so she did. Uh, and then we 69 for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the, then she leapt off, grabbed a condom and put it on with her mouth. Which made me think of Sex Ed in the City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> like you, yeah. Um, and then yeah, then we she got on, and it was uh, w- again one of those great positions because I think when I'm on the bottom, I can go forever. That's true. Yeah. Um, but um, I will say we had a few moments where there was a couple of fear flashes because a couple times I pulled out too far and then kind of hit her, which hurts us both. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I think it was one of those, it's that first time we're not really used to each other's bodies. You know, it's, You're feeling I'm, it out I'm not as yeah. long as everybody. And then maybe I feel like I am, or I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't know what, I do know what sex feels like from the, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and gosh, I don't even remember. We, I think we made it through three positions in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
you know, you come and then you cuddle. And mm-hmm. then we talked a bit. And again, she understands that post-coital, mm-hmm. uh, post-sex, uh, dirty talk. And we talked for a little bit. And I think maybe 10 minutes later, I was going down on her again. And then we're side by side at 69. Thinking the next thing you know, we're having sex again. Um, doggy style, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's I think she's very pretty. Um, she's a little taller than I am, but that's still kind of, I think that's really hot. Um, and then after time two, we took another break and we got into the living room or the seating area, whatever, had an, opened another bottle of wine, start ch- chatting a little bit. Next thing you know, she gets up and she's look, playing with the music and she bends over to play with the music. I mean, she's naked. So she's, right. I mean, it's one of those delightful <laughs> love how women do this, how they know their own body and they're moving to show it off. Mm-hmm. And so as she's bending over playing with the music, I just basically grabbed her ass and started going down on her again or up on her or side on her. I don't know. <laughs> um, and next thing you know, I kind of pushed her onto the bed and we were at it for a third time. And you know, it was it was great. And again, though, there was one of those moments where I pulled out too far and then I kind of hit her and both of us were in pain. I'm like, oh, my God. But then we finished anyway. <laughs> um, Can't let a little thing so like that stop you. It was very it was very obvious that uh, it was our first time together because so, we were still learning each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of sex that went on in that night. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and and two hours of sex. I came three times. Um, we had a little bit of toy play for her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was that odd moment where I, I had her, I had her at orgasm. She was like, no, 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 I don't want to come yet. So I don't know if she's, we haven't communicated about this because admittedly I forgot because of three bottles of wine and we, it was late. Um, if she's a one and done kind of girl or not. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, very enjoyable. Um, yeah, it was very enjoyable. So, yeah, we, um, and then after that, I ended up, uh, we laid there for a little while longer, and I was like, all right, it is late. I got to go home. So I left. Mm-hmm. And that was date number two. <laughs> Do you want to move on to date number three? Sure. Um, so how much time was there between date number two and date number three? Ten days. Okay. Maybe. Feels like it. Maybe less. Maybe a week. Um, because we had tried to, between date number one and and current time, or and, and date number two, I should say, we were trying to come up with a time where she could come over here and meet you. Because she's mm-hmm. also, like us, 100% bi. She's really into women. She wants a woman that she can play with. Um, I've shown her pictures of you, and she's like, oh, my God, she's perfect kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, so that... And then, but so we set a time for this coming week, mm-hmm. and I was like, honestly, though, I'd like to see you before then. That's too long for me to wait. Um, and she was like, okay, when do you want to see me? I was like, can you do this night? And she's like, yeah, but it can't be late. And I'm like, all right, cool. So that was perfect. And so that was this past week, this mm-hmm. past date that we had, which was date number three, uh, which we both of us had dinner out. And then we met for a drink. So we had a bottle of wine at a little bar and then walked to her place. And it's one of those things that she's like us. She's very touchy. So we held hands the whole walk. And, you know, there's a lot of that kind of, you know, kind of kitty stumble kind of thing, you know, where you're walking and it's you're still learning the other person's walk. So you walk differently and Mm -hmm. there's that uh, occasionally you stumble, which I find immensely romantic. Um, but we get back to her place, um, and open another bottle of wine and are talking and playing a bit. And she is very much a, and I say this and then I'll explain it because some people out there won't get what I mean. I think you will. She's very much a brat. Okay. So in Brat play, much like kitten play and puppy play, you yep. sort of take on this personality. And she's very much a brat in a, uh, is it Veruca Salt from, yeah, Veruca Salt from uh, Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. I want it and I want it now. Mm-hmm. And so what's fun about that is it makes me dominant in a way of not normally, yeah, that's I'm true. not a dominant yeah. guy. Yeah. But I'm not a dominant in a BDSM you know, like, kind of way. But I'm very much a disciplinarian. And that's the way I've always been. 
growing up in a with my parents running a daycare. You know, mm-hmm. I understand discipline. So she and I play very well on that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a brat, and I'm a disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "I want it now. You're going to have to wait." But I want, you know, so it was a lot of that play. And there was this really sexy moment where we were making out on the couch and then she kind of went to undo my pants. I said, not yet. And she kind of smacked the couch and went, but I want it. And then I got up and walked away from the couch and leaned against the counter. And she goes, she kind of pouted a second on the couch. And I said, if you want it, crawl over here. And she got off the couch and crawls across. I'm like, <laughs> this is amazing. Because <laughs> like, there are those moments where, I, I don't know if everybody does this, but I definitely do. I'll have this scene that I play out in my head, and it never goes the way I imagine it, but occasionally it does. And when it does, then I'd go outside of my head even, and I start looking at the situation as it act- actively is. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, who are these people? Who is this guy? Like, <laughs> like, so I have this whole 15-minute external monologue uh, that happens in about a second and a half, uh, which is kind of crazy. Um but yeah, so she uh, crawls over and then kind of is on her knees in front of me. And I was like, yeah, it's like, I'll let you go down on me. And then she, she like ravenously pulls, you know, my pants down a bit and starts going down on me. And after about 20 seconds, I kind of pushed her away. That's enough. And it was very much a, oh, you know, it was mm-hmm. really, again, it's something that I'm not used to because you know, you don't play that. You're it gives the, you more control. Yeah. yeah. You're the dominant, you know, even mm-hmm. when we play, even we, like if we play some kind of victim game, you know, you're still dominant. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always the victim. Um, <laughs> but it's, it was interesting for me to be in control. Mm-hmm. And I sort of like that brat play every once in a while. I'm not sure it's something I could do all the time, but I do enjoy it. Um, so... Yeah, we then we went back into the bedroom, um, and gosh, I don't I don't know. We it all it, it all ends up being kind of a blur because there is a lot of again there's a lot of talk. What do you want? Um, I know at one point I, she's got this uh, mirrors in her bedroom, of course, like we all do here in Sydney. Uh, <laughs> everybody has the same closet doors, I'm pretty sure. Um, but you know, I had her bent over and I was standing behind her. Um, our height is just off to be able to do that as well as you and I do that. Mm. Like you're shorter than me. So it's a lot easier. I get a lot of thrust into you, right. but she's just a little taller. So her hips are a little higher up. And the so angle's a little different. Yeah. So yeah. it's harder for me. I feel like I need to be stepped, stepping on something in order to, to, to get it perfectly. Can you uh, do it on your tippy toes or? I can, but you know, you can only stand so long on your tippy toes. Um, Wear some heels. <laughs> get me some kinky boots. <laughs> She'd probably like that. Um, so, yeah, um, and then, yeah, pushed her down, finished off, and then we cuddled for a bit. Um, and then we were talking, and um, she really, she's like, I really like bisexual guys. I really like bisexual guys. It's like, what is it? I'm like, I want to understand what it is. She's like, you know, you guys are comfortable. You know your bodies. You're willing to learn my body. Um, you're patient. And I'm like, is that true of all bisexual guys or is that, so I'm now I'm curious and I need to figure it out if that's true of all bisexual guys or if there are, you know, both, could, I, there has to be both gay men and straight men that are also I'm sure, comfortable but it, with it that. could also be the, the types of people that she seeks out as Maybe. well. You know, because if there's someone that's not going to do that for her, she's not going to seek them out more than likely. Unless it's just a one-time thing, you know, Um, but not for something routine. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I have a hard time with generalizations like that. It's tough, yeah. To say... But I, but I get it because, because that's one of the reasons I like, you know, gay men is because again, they're, they tend to be a little more receptive, emotional and, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But again, I think it's that straight men are that way. They just feel bottled up by societal pressure that they're not allowed to be that way. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we made out, started making out again and... I, again, did something that I don't think, I know I've never done like the whole thing, mm-hmm. but I st- straddled her chest and started, she held her, her breasts together and started fucking her breasts mm-hmm. and then just 
it was one of those that's this is what this is the sex that we're having and then i i came all over neck and chest which i had never done that from like we've done it a little like mm-hmm. you and i've done it more than any other partners in mine but we've never done it like from zero to complete right it's always right. been it's been a, something that we've done on the way to something else mm-hmm. but i thought you know this is i'm it was back in that mentality of i'm going to use you mm-hmm. um and it was yeah, it was amazing. It was great. And just again, it's so weird to You're to, discovering your dominant side. I know. It's like, who is this guy? I kinda <laughs> like him. He scares me, but it's more of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing. Where uh-huh. I can be like, as soon as I as soon as I enter her apartment, I become Mr. Hyde and I'm like, ah. Um, <laughs> which is so weird for me. It's such a mind fuck. And I've discussed it with Lolo Lady, and she just laughs at me. And she's like, oh, my God, I love playing the brat. And I'm like, I've never been with a partner, period, male or female, that has played the brat. Yeah. Um, and it's just, that's kind of awesome. It's It can be a lot of work, but it's mm-hmm. work that's worth, it pay, it's worth that, you know, she's not so much of a brat that she doesn't give you anything. Right. But she's giving you just enough push to so that you'll push back and take what you want. Um, and it's really <laughs> so weird for me. I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, and then, yeah, so afterwards we ended up cuddling on the couch and talking a bit and, you know, starting to get a little more open. She's asking a lot of questions about what our relationship, what our relationship, yours and mine, looks mm-hmm. like. Um you know, and talking about, you know, what, you know, what does this relationship look like? Which mm-hmm. sort of leads into something that we can talk about. Um, a listener asked us a question about, you know, what if my partner starts, what if I think my partner is falling in love with another partner? Right. Um, and so my response to that is, so for us, you and I, I do consider myself fully polyamorous. Mm-hmm. I can have multiple loves and I like, and multiple different types of loves. Cause like, I love Lolo Lady. Like right. I, I, I have a love for her, but we don't have a sexual relationship. Um, you know, I've had sexual relationships that I don't really love, but I think that I can have sexual relationships where I love the partner. Like I think of Blue Steel. Right. You know, we've had a sexual relationship with him. I still love him. I think you still love him. Um, and we've used the L word when talking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you know, see you later. Love you guys. Love you too. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, and it's it's sort of. I think it's difficult, but both partners, like for us, need to understand that. Because I don't think yeah. you're polyamorous. No. I think that you do love people or could love people. Like, again, Blue Steel. But it took you a long time. I mean, we... And it's not, in the, uh, like you said, it's not in the same way either. Yes. Well, I don't think it's in the same so, way. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think I could ever love another person like I love you. But I think that's true of like my previous wife. I don't. I could never love anybody like I loved her. Right. Um, so I think everybody sort of gets their own brand of love, and it's it's maybe a different intensity. Um, but like, because like for you and I, I feel like our love is at about a nine, nine and a half. Nothing's ten. There's never a, There's the only never ten, a ten. The only love I have that's a ten <laughs> is the love for me. <laughs> the love I feel when I look in the mirror. Um, but yeah, but I do think that I know, I know that I can love other people mm-hmm. and I, cause I love that this is going to sound God cushy as hell. Uh, I love the feeling of falling in love. I love love. I love, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I bring you love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's, it's important to understand that. And it's important to understand that about your partner. Yeah. So I guess my question, <clears throat> my question along this line for you is, how does it feel for you, like for Blue Steel, mm-hmm. or if something happens with me and this girl, what, that if I start developing feelings for these for people, having develop feelings for people, or start develop, developing feelings, how does it feel for you, and what advice would you give other people? I'm probably a bad one to ask because <laughs> I'm not an emotional person. But maybe, but you at least know what it feels like for you. Yes. But for me, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't change our relationship. It doesn't change my life. You know, as long as you're happy with the relationship you have, whether that relationship is one of love or sex or intensity or whatever, whatever form that takes, if you're happy with that, then that's, I think, what matters. Yeah. 
No, I think, I mean, I think that's good advice. And I think that's good advice whether or not you're an emotional person or not. You know, it's, it doesn't, yeah. I think, you know, you're taking the emotions out of it because at, because you, A, you're not as emotional of a person, but B, you're still a person and you have emotions. So by saying that you're sort of making it easier, um, I use the inverted commas <gasps> or air quotes, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you still have those feelings. You just ignore them or you don't acknowledge them. Because again, you're sure, still we'll a human. <laughs> yes. And you still have emotions. Yeah, but it doesn't, but that doesn't affect me. Like I said, as long as you're happy, right. which you're happy, again, no matter what form your other relationships take, it's, it's, it's almost like, I don't see it any different than a work relationship. You know, if you're getting along with people at work and you're happy with it, then that's fine. If you're having problems and then that comes home and affects us, well, then that's a problem. Right. Um, so I think it's only when it's negative that it, I feel like it affects me. And then that's, that's when we're going to have a discussion. But as long as it's positive, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's, I still think, like I said, I think that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting. And it's, uh, I think it's a tough thing to navigate as long as both you people, both people in the parties or in the relationship aren't on the same page. Um, you don't have to both be polyamorous, right? But the fact that I mean, I mean, being but on the same page, just having that communication to understand what your other, other with your uh, partner is feeling. Yeah, as I'm saying, you have to understand how your partner works in order. I mean, for all of this to work, and, and it, you may not work the same way they do, but as long as you can work it together, then that's yeah, that's what matters. So from your point of view on this relationship, because mm-hmm. I've tried to be, we've, we've had issues before where you've claimed I've not, or you've claimed, I shouldn't say that. You've said, you've stated. It's the same thing. They're all, they're all the same thing. Yeah. Claim though seems like claim, I don't believe said, what you're stated. saying. They're all. Anyway, <laughs> claim has a different connotation um, where you've said that you didn't think I was as verbal about the person. Um, it's, I wasn't telling you any information about it. Uh, about the relationship, but I'm just kind of curious as to your take on this relationship. It's like, is there any information that you want to know or is there any information that you don't want to know or No, I think you've, you've given, I mean, you've been open about everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, So uh, now the next step will be, she's coming over this Friday Mm -hmm. um, to see how you two kind of, Mm -hmm. if there's sparks. Dun, dun, dun. Should we get the matches ready? <laughs> are we gonna like to set fire to the place, or are we starting Let's candles? Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> I should have burned this place to the ground when I had the option. Um, yeah, no, she's excited to meet you. I think mm. she's really nervous to meet you uh, because you're—I've described you as what you are. You know, a tiny spitfire um, that can be sort of Terminator-ish. That's Come not exactly me. how I would describe myself. But Come with okay. me if you want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Sarakana? Because you're kind of hot. That's my. That's the best Arnie I can do. Um, is that, how would you is def- that what I sound like? <laughs> that's exactly what I hear. Okay. Uh, yeah. Huh. I don't think that's reality. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to play this podcast back so you can hear yourself. You'll you'll learn. I'll recognize this. myself when yeah. I hear it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Um, different movie. Stay, same guy. Anyway, uh, yeah. So she's excited to meet you. No, I think it'll be good. Yeah, I, I think I. I really think you guys will get along because you guys both have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. I think she's a little more emotional than you are, but both of you are fucking practical as hell and just like practical and pragmatic, and that can be frustrating for me, which might be more frustrating when there's <laughs> two of you. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it should be fun. See if you can handle it. I'm not sure I can handle it. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Is that all you got? Mm-hmm. Is that all you want? Yeah, yeah, I think we've covered a lot tonight. We have. Yeah. All right. So if you want to reach out and talk to us, uh, you can email us. We are theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on the Twitterverse. Uh, we are at By the Bio Podcast. Also on. Um, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash by the podcast. And our website is www.bythebuy.com.au. Um, if you want to do something nice for somebody, 
but are too lazy to actually go out and do something actually nice for somebody, you can do something nice for us and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, um, wherever you listen to us, Pocket Cast. Um, give us a review. We'd really appreciate it, and it helps get us out there to other people. Yep. Um, and if you don't want to do that, just tell other people. Say, hey, we found this new <laughs> podcast about these these crazy fucked up people who <laughs> like to talk about sex. Yeah, we'd greatly appreciate it. So, yeah, yep. we'll uh, talk to you all later. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.